one of the things that I think a lot of people have found very life-giving about the Episcopal way of faith is it's kind of movement away from some of those legalistic tendencies. It's more about how the rules don't apply that maybe many of us have traditionally talked about. Um, probably the first five times I preached on this passage, always drawn to Jesus' healing on the Sabbath in that reminder that God's grace breaks across rules and boundaries. And that is a beautiful and very hopeful thing. But maybe sometimes we miss the even bigger picture. There is a woman who has not been able to stand up for 18 years. The text, she, she is crippled, but kind of that image that really stands out is that she's not able to fully be who she is created to be. And then she has this encounter with Christ. Maybe it's an encounter with God's overwhelming power and grace that heals her and she stands up fully. My guess is it's the first time she's seen to the extent of who she is supposed to be. I mean, think about that. Someone who has gone 18 years, I mean, for most of us, that's the moment we are born until we are kind of independent adults. That is a lifetime. She is, for the first time, able to be fully who God has created her to be. Have you ever felt like you can't stand up all the way? I mean, my guess is you're either in that boat or you know somebody that is weighted down by anxiety, doubt, grief can have that kind of power over our lives, the shame of addiction, the shame of depression. And as a pastor, I know that there are many of y'all that are walking that rope and many of y'all just as being in communion know that that is the condition of humanity. There are things in this world that hold us down and keep us from embracing who we are. So, um, I know that we have a bunch of these kind of agricultural, environmental, beautiful ministries taking place at St. Stephen's. It's one of our um, passions here. You're looking out in the woods and this beautiful teeming nature, and if you don't like the sermon, you can at least enjoy the scenery. Um, you would think that maybe my house has well-manicured gardens. We don't have time. It's not the place that we are in life. But we have this wooden... Uh, we have this wooden barrel that's out in the driveway, and the wooden barrel is filled with the same dirt for the last five years. Three years ago, Jack came home with a sassafras tree from Brookwood Forest. I guess that's the state tree of Alabama, and we placed it, I guess we'll just put it in the pot because we need something to be in that, that barrel. And so the tree 
has grown up, and it's about as tall as the Paschal candle. And I think we mentioned maybe to, to Chris or Lois that it's time that the tree probably makes its way over to St. Stephen so it can be in its natural habitat. The tree um, is not doing that great. Um, <laughs> so in the springtime, Bailey came home either school or a Girl Scout event with some seeds. And she threw the seeds into the barrel. And some wildflower seeds and, and some other things. And she goes out there and she waters them and, and she'll pour the pitcher of water in there. And this amazing thing happened about a month ago. These vines started shooting out of the barrel. And about a month ago, we noticed a little watermelon. <laughs> now there are two watermelons. There is one that is about this big, and there is one that Bailey measured last night that is four inches long. Her mom had to go measure it as they were talking um, on the phone. So go send me, take a picture of the watermelon. Now, Bailey's at a soccer game this morning and will likely be here at 11.15 and we don't have children's chapel at 11.15, so I've warned her about this story, which may be a little bit disappointing. I have a theory. The watermelon hasn't grown in two weeks. My hunch is it's not going to get any bigger. It's going to stay that size. Why? There's been no dead things placed into the soil to create organic The roots of the sassafras tree are probably choked roots of the watermelon. I mean, you heard in the scriptures last week about the field that had to be kind of torn down and plowed over if it wasn't producing. We haven't taken care of that soil. So the watermelon is going to exist a beautiful four-inch watermelon, and we're going to eat it anyways. <laughs> but it's not fully what it could be because it hasn't had that soil turned over. It hasn't had the dead matter of compost placed in there. It hasn't been tended and cared for. It is unable to be what it fully can be. And this is the metaphor for the human condition. We show up here weighted down by the world. And, and grace is the ultimate ethic of our faith. It doesn't matter what you're weighted down with. It doesn't matter what you're struggling with. That's okay. In a moment, we're going to baptize Camden. And 11.15, we'll baptize Lindsay. And all of you are going to profess these promises to follow Christ, to continue to gather and worship and partake in receiving the Eucharist, to respect, to respect the dignity of every human being. I mean, I think really what that means is to see the image of God, to strive for justice and peace. 
That's the Christian faith of why we're here. The healing power of Christ is to help people stand fully up, to not be weighted down by the things the world wants to weight us down, to say that no matter what you're experiencing, your grief, your loss, your anxiety, your addiction, your depression, the body of Christ is going to lift you up, that you are loved and received fully into the kingdom of God. That is our faith. That is the power of God. It's not about the rules and breaking the rules. It's, maybe it is a little bit. We'll always break the rules to lift people up, to help people see the power of God in their lives. If you're feeling the heaviness, the people next to you are about to make promises to support you. If you're feeling God's grace and love overpoweringly in your life, share that with the person next to you. And may we together see Christ being made manifest in relationships and individuals made, being made whole through the love and commitment we make to each other. Amen. Amen.